Hello, and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear, Australia's only all-bugbear podcast. I am your host, Kobias the Bugbear. I quit. And to my right is Kobias the Bugbear. Hello, everyone. It's me, Kobias the Bugbear. <laughs> welcome to Australia's Bugbear podcast. Thank you, Kobias. Sitting to my left, or our left, Kobias, is Kobias. Oh, hello, Kobias. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure, Kobias. Lovely to be here. Thank you, Kobias. Thank you, Kobias. And last but not least, returning from his break, is Kobias. How are you, Kobias? Hi, on, everyone. I'm Fintok. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's a celebrity guest. Hello, Fintok. Ah, feckers. <laughs> it's not a... I didn't expect. I thought this was an old bugbear podcast. It's supposed to be an old bugbear podcast. It's not three bugbears, one dwarf podcast. That's a different kind of podcast. Everybody is the bugbear. Kabais, you had a nice break, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It went, Who's went this? Around. Who's this person? I'm speaking my native tongue of Goblin. Oh. Oh, I don't know. We were speaking in Goblin. We're okay. not speaking in Goblin. We can speak in Goblin. Are you, how is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can just speak in Goblin. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all. Sounds a lot like Australian, fun, isn't but it? That's all right. Hello. We are not all Kabais. We are Andrew, John, Doug, and returning to us is. Kabias. Josh. This is, this is the, I'm Kabias. No, I'm Kabias. <laughs> I am also Kabias. I'm Yeah, that was generally the bit. I'm Kabias and so is my wife. <laughs> Doug, how are you? We've heard the story. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good to be here. Yeah. We're all, well, not all of us, but 50% of us having a rough week. Yeah. We've actually got another, we've got another special guest coming in. It's the guy that keeps robbing Doug. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What? I got broken into again. Um, so how are you, Josh? Your break? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not my break. Oh yeah. well, look, I did break into some schmuck's garage <laughs> and <laughs> steal all of his identity documents. But you know, that's other than that. Yes, um, it's funny. I actually broke into a guy's car the other month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where you got your new dice from, isn't it? Oh, yeah. that's where your dice looks yeah, so it's a special familiar. dice. Yeah. I was wondering why you had those bone dice. Josh, did you feel lonely without playing Dungeons and Dragons with us? That is the first campaign session that you've ever missed. Yeah, it is. That's why I lobbied for it to be a mothership session, and you said, no! We are at the point where we can make... I want you to kill Ukti! Minimal concessions. Well, I think uh, we're actually like a bad boyfriend in the regards that even when Josh is here, he feels lonely. Yeah. Why don't you <laughs> pay attention to me during... Yes. So, look, just good? look me in the eyes when you scream, yeah. <laughs> scream you over. You good? Everyone good? We make him feel alone and slightly gaslight him. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's give Josh a little recap on last week's session. He entered the buggery bear pile. Yeah, we've made that joke. Yeah. But reality, what can you remember from last week's session, John or Doug, to give Josh a quick three to four minute recap? Actually, let's do this. John, how did you cause a terrible mistake during the last session? Last session, I caused terrible trouble when I had a, we had a first meeting. Well, not the first meeting. We had, yeah, we had like the first council meeting of the emissaries of the dwarves, basically. Actually, let's do this. Let's do it like the AA style meeting. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm trying to cut down on the, the wasted time during the, the episode. So let's well, just do the, do the recap. Hi, everyone. I'm John. Hello, John. Hi, John. Last time on Dungeons and Dragons, I caused a bit of a cock up because we had our first sort of council meeting of the dwarves. The people there were uh, Maximus Smirnov and uh, 
and the other Duragar guy, what was his name? Um, Yuri. 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 Yes. Uh, there was also Verg, the dwarf politician, uh, Cisco, the dwarf scout, Wanta, the dwarf ranger. Yeah, everyone was there. Everyone yeah. was there, including Gladys, the dwarf cleric. And the first meeting happened just after Fintok had finished using Dulan's armor to resurrect Kresis from the dead. Hold on. You're not recapping the entire four hours. In that meeting... Just the last week's episode, John. Oh, last week's episode. And I, I can start you off. In that meeting, Gladys got pissed off at me because she's a cleric and yet I was the one using clerical powers without consulting her. So, to tide her over, I gave her two out of no, the no. artifacts. On last week's episode, Kresis, you woke up with a short-term madness... And went to attack Anastasia. Yes. Who was in the room with you. Yes. And yep. that wasn't very good, was it? That was just the worst thing that could happen. Right? It was, it was, it was poorly timed. It like, was. It was It was quite poorly timed. Everyone already thinks you're crazy. Yes. Well, no, they don't think you're crazy because the... In their defense, I am fucking insane. In fairness, Gladys also said she saw a intellect devourer. You just didn't, you didn't tell anyone that she pulled it out of the bag. Yes. So no one thinks you're crazy yet, but they're still a bit wary because they know that you're a tiefling brought back from the dead and you've got the spell plague. Yes. Yes. And Fintok managed to rush over, quickly open the door. Anastasia went invisible and ran out and whispered to Fintok what's going on. And your solution to that was to just shut the door. Yeah. Lock him in. Lock him in. And within, I think it was like four or five minutes, you burnt yourself out, banging on the door and you couldn't open it. And then you calmed down. Not after muttering to myself in deep speech from memory. Yeah, you were just babbling incoherently, I believe, yeah. another time as well. That was on the next time you slept that morning. We did a few sleeps. Yes. But after that, you went round the camp to try to mellow out a bit, right, and talk to the dwarves, and you saw Cisco and Verg arguing above the pit on who was to build... Were you going to build the barricades first to increase the defense around the pit? Or were you going to rebuild the crane to go and see if there's survivors? You weren't too good in your persuasive ability, which is natural because of the situation. And you're still at minuses to your checks. But in the end, Verg won and the defenses were constructed. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. But then you said, right, I got to use the rest of my downtime to talk to the dwarves, share worries, war yep. stories. And you managed to remove your disadvantageous position, which means you now have advantage on interacting with dwarves because of your belt. Yeah. Fintok, do you remember what you did in last week's episode after that? I was also trying to get in good graces with the dwarves. And I, the main thing that I was doing was following Gladys around. So because Gladys had been acting suspiciously, I spent the day stalking her trying to see if she did anything suspicious, but I did not roll that high on perception, so I didn't make much progress. Uh, I was also trying to ingratiate myself with the dwarves, so over the course of that day, I was hanging out with the scouts to make sure that if we did turn on Gladys, we'd have some people at least ambivalent. Cause do you, do you think you would have been seeding doubt? Or just... Yeah. Really? Yeah, but very carefully. Or maybe just getting background... Oh, no, didn't you ask... No, did you, you didn't tell Cisco what happened. I asked Cisco to watch her. I didn't but tell you, him what happened. You asked Cisco or one of them to help watch her, to like protect her and like follow her a little bit. Basically, yeah. yeah. To fill in for you. And they kept on eye on her whereabouts as well. Yeah. Kobias, you were doing your downtime and you said you were happy to make a few potions during that time. 
those two days. We can say for two of them, you were brewing potions. And, Potion Brewer. Potion Brewer, you also leveled up. I did. So, I leveled up and uh, I spent some time training. I also wanted to be, during that time, help to coordinate camps for the slaves while they gather food and supply water with my endless decanter of water. Definitely. And then I spent a lot of time crafting sleep poison from the stardust plant. Was it, is that, is yeah, stardust herb. Stardust herb. And that allows you to get your sort of pseudo drow poison. Yeah. The sleepy sleepy time sleepy poison. Sleepy time poison. And uh, at the end of it, I, I wanted to basically have a look and scare out the idea of there being bugbears amongst slaves. Because, there were, and we've uh, got a I very powerful. We've got a very powerful scene for you just coming up in the episode. Can't wait to do it. But firstly, would you like to get out of the way your hit points? Would you like to take the average, or would you like to roll for it? I'm tempted to. Ro- I'm so tempted to roll, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the average. Good done. What is your average? Five. Five plus your con. It's just flat five. Oh, well, five is the, the average for the dice roll out of a D8. Correct. And then Plus the con. con just gets added on top. Yeah, correct. Good. Then you may add your hit points. And are there any, any other abilities you want to describe or tell the audience what a bugbear at eighth level get? No, not a bugbear. A shadow monk. A ninth level shadow monk? I'm not going to describe shit. Okay. You It'll can come find out. out later. Brilliant. When you do all this weird magical stuff, I'm assuming you'll get. Yes. Uh, we'll yeah. find out. Yeah. And lastly, to end the episode, or the last scene, was the second council meeting of Gauntgrim, where Yuri described he had accepted the right of conquest, and he and his 20 or so Duragar would assist you in taking the fight to the aberrations and try to stamp them out, because he mentioned that they're only going to get stronger, they're going to attack Sooner or later, now they know the Duragar has been weakened, and you guys, Fintok, Kobias, and Kresis, and Anastasia, put forth your plan of the imminent danger that the aberrations were trying to summon some kind of portal. And although Verg mentioned that there were dwarves coming from Mirabar, they were at least one month away, and you cannot wait for that. Not enough time. Not enough time. You have gathered Duragar, you have your scouts, you have had four days of rest and you went to sleep that night hearing a distant rumble. Kobias heard it. Fintok heard it. Where the ground shaked. And then the day dawns anew and we are ready to begin. John, are you ready? Fintok? I'm about as ready as I'll ever be. There's not much time left to wonder about being ready now. Kresis? He's turned Irish-Canadian. Kresis? Yes. He turned Irish-Canadian for a second then. And? It was rather impressive. That's all i got to say about that. You're not ready? No, I'm always ready. Good. Good. We just didn't get that from the speech. And lastly... Joshua. Joshua. Don't do it. Yeah, we're already expecting... Well, honestly, if you tell me not to do it... Just don't do it. It's going to make me want to do it. You know you don't want to. That's so silly. Of course I'm ready. Okay, let us begin. Ah. There it is. <laughs> let us begin. <laughs> Episode 19 of Ghosts of Gaunt Grim. Here it is. We're back. Everyone, full session. Let's go.
The second Grand Council of Gondgrim has concluded. Yuri and his force of 20 Duragar have accepted the right of conquest and will fight with the dwarves as allies until the immediate aberrant threat is neutralised or until the dwarven reinforcements arrive, at which point they will be free to leave through the darkened way in peace. The current date is the 19th of Hammer, 1480 DR. It is the morning of the fourth day since Cresus was resurrected. The extra defence posts have been built around the deeper pit and construction of a basic pulley system to send people down will be ready in mere hours. But before we get into the fourth day, let's wind it back to the first day since waking up. Cresus has been resurrected. The argument with Gladys is still simmering down. Fintok and Kobias are wandering the camp. Kresis is sleeping, sleeping it off in one of the side rooms. Fintok and Kobias, you come out and see the troops arrayed, doing their drills. They are cleaning their weapons, sharpening their swords. They are tending the wounded. And off to the side, under guard, you see the now refugees that were stationed around the temple the workers that were being used. And Kobias heads above the refugees. Your eyes lock with two other bugbears. You gesture to Fintok. Fintok gives you the nod and you begin walking over. By Vergadan, good luck. Hello. You there. So Kobias, you walk through and you pass by, you see humans you see a few other dwarves, one or two. You see maybe half-elf, a deep gnome. You see all kinds of different races that were captured by the Durgar and being forced to work. But towards the back, you see two bugbears. The first one looks very imposing and almost matches your height. Although his fur is mangy and in patches, he still looks like he's been fed well and strong. He's got sort of a similar similar face, but he's balding on the top where the mange is set in. And he's got two rather large tusks jutting out of a large lower jaw. The other bugbear beside him is a bit smaller, more emaciated, drawn out in his expression. And the large one takes the lead and and greets you in Goblin. Hello, brother. I did not know that there were others. Workers here. I have not seen your face before. What is your name? And, uh, Kabias walks forward and clasps his left hand to his braid and untucks it out from his hair. Normally it's kept hidden away. The Cairn tribe greets you, brother. I was not a worker here. In fact, I worked to free uh, the people you see, and potentially yourself as well. How fare you? Oh, I'm sorry, did you say your name? Uh, Kabias of the Cairn tribe. Greetings, Kabias of Cairn. 
My name is Titus of Cragmore. Formerly of Cragmore, but nonetheless. Formerly? Yes, it is a long tale, one I am happy to share with you. But until then, yes, I have been captured here, and this over here, and he addresses to the other bugbear who just sort of looks up, this is Blarg. And you look at this other bugbear and goes, Blarg. Just says Blarg? <laughs> yes, they, he talked too much. The Duragar cut out his tongue. Blarg. Oh, uh, I'm sorry to hear that blog. Yes, the Duragar used us for our strength. They had us turning the great wheels of the cranes to bring up the ore from down the pit. Us and the corbies and the lizard folk over there were kept strong and fed double portions, even meager as it was, to keep us with some strength. And we did this work for them. How many others were there? Many others from the Cragmore or other tribes? The Cragmore tribe, I'm not sure. That was a unique situation. One that I will discuss with you. But first, how did you come to be with this dwarven force, these humanoids? Well... My tribe was wiped out, or scattered, a long time ago. Years. Through whatever fortune, I had made my way to Neverwinter and made friends with that dwarf over there. And he points to Fintok. We had uh, encountered common enemies, and I vowed to help him with his own struggles, finding his old home, this city. You are a captured by this dwarf? No. We worked together towards a common goal. And that goal led against the Duergar. Were other members of your tribe so hospitable towards the humanoids? I was saved by one human. The rest I don't know. I never found their fate. Yes. The Cragmore hailed from around Neverwinter Wood as well, hmm. just to the south. We have been there years, a few years. When he says Cragmore and Neverwinter Woods, you recognize this as... In Neverwinter Wood, there was a castle by the name of Cragmore. Quite famous, but old and in ruin long ago. We often raided the Tribor Trail and Fandolin. My second-in-command, Clark, he deposed me, conspired against me, and sold me to these underdark scum. Where is he now? I do not know. During the last months where I was still chieftain of the Cragmore tribe, a dark elf by the name of Black Spider came to us, asking us their help in finding some kind of map. I sent him away. It is not good for us to deal with the drow. But Clark went behind my back with the promise of gold or 
taking over and I was defaced and replaced and sent off by the drow to this, sold into slavery. Sounds like a coward to me. Yes, they are all cowards. Well, how is your hunger now? How is my hunger? I hunger for revenge, for battle upon Clark. But first, I have been here for so long, I need to build my strength back. And when I return to the surface, I will come back and claim what is rightfully mine. Well, what about food? Water? Yeah, I could do with that as well. Yeah, I'm okay. quite starving. Thank you. And you um, get your rations out and water and feed? You are welcome to seek counsel with me at any time. And should you ever hear of the Cairn tribe, please tell me. Uh, sorry, but please tell me. There is a chance that I am the last. And although I would have the title from my father of chieftain... There is not much in that title if everyone is gone. I have not heard of the Cairn tribe. Do you run... Were you situated around Neverwinter years ago? No, quite far north. Yes, I do not know of your... I do not know this name. But yes, come, brother, we will talk into the day. We will share our stories. And Blag just goes... And you spend the rest of the day, multiple days, communing with Titus, the bugbear mm. chieftain, former chieftain of the Cragmore tribe. John you has drawn a very fast picture of Titus, which is amazing. Thank you, John. He's so swole. He is very swole. Extra attention on the nipples. Good job. Yep. <laughs> and Kobias, we snap back now to reality. To reality. Over the next following days, we see Kobias communing with the other bugbears, sleeping near them in something they like to refer to as the pile, affectionately. A communal sleeping arrangement between bugbears. Platonic, but, you know, it's, it's a bonding experience. Kobias, thoughts? Um, it's fairly common if there is no cave or individual dwelling set up. Yes, we often sleep out in the elements, and it is a good way to increase our warmth. And if one bugbear is alerted to danger, the others snap to attention. Did hey. you? Hey, hey. Nobody wake the bugbears. <laughs> anyway. This one was more PG than the joke I've been holding in. Um, would you have your own dwellings in your... where you lived? Yes, we, we had Cragmore Castle. It was a fine dwelling. You had the castle. We controlled the castle. It was old. It is an old relic of another time. But our clan was strong. And we raided with impunity. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if you have any other needs, let me know. And for the time being, you're welcome to follow through... Uh, any of these areas were alongside myself, but there will be work to do if you are up for it. I will help in any way I can, Kabayash. And we pass away. Um, I will give my hand axes and daggers that I... Oh, thank you. 
was uh, not really using, but I'll give them to him. It has been a long time since I held a weapon strong in my hand. Thank you. Of course. It is the way it should be. I feel the blood returning to my my muscles. And we fade out. The pump. The pump. And we now return to the 19th of Hammer. It is the fourth day since Kresis' resurrection. Doug, this is your last minus to your saves, ability scores, and checks, is it not? Yeah, it was a negative four. So if yep. I'm waking up on the fourth yep. day, that's it. Cleared. Negative one. One more long rest. It's gone. Okay. So since it is the morning of the 19th, Doug, can you roll a D100 for me? Didn't we already do this? I'm kind of jealous now because Josh and Doug have both got to do the aberrant roll where something terrible happens. Look, I can come over there and see. Oh, on technical hand. That, that's because I... Do you want to have the spell plague? You want a bit of infection? Fun. No, no, I don't want it, but it's... I'm jealous that I'm the only player at the table at the moment that hasn't right, had to do next it. Next opportunity we get, we're infecting Fintok. Is this the last one? Didn't I just do one? Or am I just tripping? No, by? this is the new morning after the council meeting. So this is the last roll? This is the last... Well, you, Doug, the player might think it's the last roll, but Kresis doesn't know. Let's go. Well, Kresis doesn't need to know. 39. 39. So the sleeping arrangements was as followed, Mr. Kobias. Fintok, Anastasia and Kobias are sleeping outside the door to the eastern room where the summoning circle was, conveniently enough. And little baby Krez is curled up in a ball in the middle of that summoning circle. <laughs> a little tiefling, a little bearded devil. Oh, he's got a beard now. Mm. Oh. Oh yeah, what about that? One thing, one thing everyone. Slowly. Bit, so bit. it's a 50% chance every time, which we haven't been doing. So we'll oh. do it. Let's say your beard is gone and you wake up this morning. I've been cutting it shorter but like not completely clean shaving it. Okay. Slowly giving it the appearance that it's growing. Well, three days is quite quick for a beard growth. Yeah. Right. Anyway. No, it's not a full beard. Please roll a 50%. Because you're a tiefling. It's like a little devil goatee. <laughs> yeah. And 51 or higher is no beard. 31. So no beard this morning. No beard. No. No, no 51 beard or higher is dividing no it by two. Yeah, so you got full beard. Full beard. Okay. After this madness, you'll be able to shave it off. 39, was it not? Yeah, so it was a, a D100 divided by 2. Oh, this is interesting. So it was 64, but I divided it by 2 to make it 32. What are you talking about? No, he's talking about the other roll, Doug. The D100 roll for the madness. Oh, that was a 39, yes. Yes, 39. So, goodbye, Svintok, your same thing. Early morning, Kresis, you know, will be stirring soon. Maybe you wake up in anticipation, but Kabaya certainly hears this. You just hear screaming, mixed with laughing and crying. Just horrible. Everyone in the temple can hear this. Everyone's going to think I'm fucking insane. They do. And for 10 minutes, um, <laughs> this just goes unabated. Is there an opportunity to be waiting by Kresis during the early hours of the morning? And when he starts to stir before he wakes to... I wanted to use some of the remaining stardust herb that I hadn't turned into poison. Sure. To create a tea for Kresis to help soothe and calm him in the mornings so that he would be uh, more or less, I was going to drug him, <laughs> basically. <laughs> uh, just give him some extra Benadryl. <laughs> to He may still experience the madness, but at least he's going to be quiet kind of thing and not thrash around and hurt himself. Yeah, if you this would be 
at a risk of him just trying to attack you and rolling that's combat. Fine, but so now that you know that's not going to happen, let's, well, I mean, <laughs> that's fine. I wanted to just do it anyway. Yeah. Um, let's um, let's say you're in the room and you're doing a watch. Yeah. So you wake up before he would wake up. Yeah, I wanted to do like a, a, a like a the watch for the long rest and roll a save, Chris. If you fail the save, this madness passes. If I fail the save, and it's fail by more than five, is it not? Well, that's for the the injury poison to go to sleep. Yeah, this is, is like there zonking him. Any out. difference for just giving it to him as a, a an oral liquid? Yeah, just go same. It's be the same as getting. Um, so yeah, you'd have to roll a, a six or lower to right. be knocked out. Otherwise. I don't, I don't know. You'll just be screaming in your and face. Adding anything, Con? It is uh, Con, I believe. Yeah, Con said. Mm. So you've got to roll like a three or lower. Well, minus one. Oh. Well, that's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> I love how this nice. works out. So, Kobias, you pouring the tea as he's starting to stir. I just get fucking chloroformed. Yeah. So he oh, he, he starts to wake up. This and is, then he it's just laudanum. Gets, okay, I gave him laudanum. And Kobias is like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. And nothing happens. And you are not screamed Yay. throughout the temple. Very good job. Next best thing to ayahuasca. <laughs> That's it. This is the thing we like to use in the bugbear peyote. Yeah. <laughs> this is some bugbear peyote. Yeah. Fintok, you awaken and see Kobias is not there. Anastasia wakes up. Uh, hello. Morning, Fintok. How are you? Well, my face still itches from this burn that won't seem to go away. And my chin itches from this beard that's eerily long. Where's Kobias gone? I, I don't know. He was sleeping... Well, I noticed he was sleeping the usual position. I'm going to knock on the door and say, Krezis, you all right, buddy? Hmm. Shh. <laughs> oh. You can come in. Okay. Can I, I come in? Anastasia I comes suppose. in. <laughs> Close the door, Anastasia. Okay. Did he hurt himself this time? No, I gave him a tea from... The herb that I use for that sleep poison, I figured if I brewed it correctly, I could create some kind of medicine for he's, him. He's not is, Russian anymore. You're not Russian anymore. What? Why your accent has changed? He's talking to us in Goblin the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. You guys don't understand what I'm saying. I've recently reconnected with other bugbears. And yeah, it's like when your, your relatives arrive from yeah. a different country and you change your accent. My mom, I, uh, my mom goes Irish as soon as the sisters arrive. Um, That's wonderful. I'm glad. <laughs> but um, I made a tea from the stardust herb, which is what I use for the sleeping poison. But in this form, I made it a mild tea. Well, I wish I, we had that when Krezis tried to attack me a few nights ago. Yes, yeah, so I, I had not thought of it until I was brewing my my potions and... Well, it seems to have worked for now. Well, that's good. Um, shall we leave him sleeping a little bit, or shall we start the day? Well, I think one of us should make sure a certain someone doesn't go in and try to mess with him while he's in there. Of course. is A certain someone. Else. I have to scribe spells. I will stay in this room, actually, for most of the day. Uh, maybe one of you, if you stay with Krez, that'll probably be the best. I... All right, I'll stay with him. All right. Um, I'm sorry, I was with the bugbears... What is who is messing with who? You know this. You, you know this. Uh, well, I'm. You don't need to mention it. Trying to storytell it. Yeah, but yeah, you're everyone already, knows. You're already, well, we no, already told. We I want told. them to tell you, me in character. You read the recap. We have. We've done yeah. it. 
as you already know, Kobayas, <laughs> Gladys the Paladin is a bad apple. Cleric. Cleric, rather. Anyway, you know that construction is happening on the crane and you are ready to send the emissary. Perhaps you can talk about if, um, your plans for that. If Fintok is watching Krez, yeah, you can I watch? spy on Gladys? Sure can. That's what Fintok has been doing. Kabias, you wander out into the main room of this recommissioned mm. temple. It is quite I'm abhorrent. Pass without a trace and I'm going to sneak and watch. Okay. So you will leave no tracks and you see all the scouts doing about their daily business. You see over in the, the western room where you know Gladys is staying, you see two troops guarding the door and sooner or later the door opens and Gladys walks out and resumes her daily duties. Krusty also walks out of the room. You notice this. How, how tall is the room? How tall is the room? Hmm, how high up does the ceiling go? About seven foot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's enough for Duragar, but Kabias, you probably have to duck a little bit. Just a touch. These are just the small rooms. The one in the center and Kozul's one is quite higher, as we said. Who's Krusty again? Krusty mage. is the mage, and he was comes out of the room with Gladys. Okay. That's a little concerning. You don't know this. <laughs> but Kabias makes a note. And you see Gladys nod towards you. Well... You're not invisible. She nods towards your direction, Kabias, unless you're out of sight. More blending in with the crowd or any sort of thing. Like, Are you disguising yourself or hiding from her behind something? More uh, just doing any of the same work that the others are doing or talking or yeah, having sure. my back turned. Just So she, she'll be aware hiding. of you going she'll, she'll know that I'm around, but she won't know that I'm sure. watching. Well, let's see by rolling stealth. Let's see if she uh, notices or not. Good thing it's uh, a roll two because I would have failed. Natural 20 for... Natural 20. Total of... <laughs> hang on, let me just double check my stealth stat. I think it's 38. It's high. Yeah. <laughs> she does not notice you. And you see her, the first duty of her day is to create food and water for the camp. Mm. So she goes to outside and she sets up an area where tables are all set up and she begins feeding all the troops. She casts create food and water, third level spell. She does this two times. I will go outside and I will straight up walk right next to her and I will take out the decanter of endless water and begin pouring water out from it very casually. Hello, Kabayas. Thank you very much for helping me. That will definitely help. Yes, thank you. Not a problem. How was your sleep? Oh, it was okay. A bit rattled from the other day, but everything is fine now. Me and Krusty have been have been talking and discussing the the manual. Uh, how is Krezus today? Krezus? Uh, can I inside check? Sure. <laughs> One thing none of us ever did the entire time we were talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve. She seems pretty sincere. How is Krezus? Bitch! <laughs> She smiles sweetly. He's okay. He slept well. Any more nightmares? None that I was aware of. You let him know if there's anything I can do to help. I I can soothe him. <laughs> oh, you have this ability. Of course, I am a cleric of Berenar. Can you tell me more? Of course, yes. Uh, how, how would you do this? 
Well, I can say a prayer, and of course we can commune. I can give him counsel. I can... I see. He can relinquish his worries upon me, and I will... What would you relinquish on him? What do you mean? Roll's oh. insight? What do you mean, Kabaz? I... I will roll, and just you... She got an 11. Um, what am I... What am I rolling? Um, depending on what it is, I guess? Yeah, if you say something and it's a lie, if you get lower than 11, you have to tell me your true intention. If oh, not, okay. you can lie to me or tell the truth. Sure. And I'll have to take it either way. Well, it's a 17, so you won't know. So, what is your intention? So, in this case, I'm just asking, like, well, you know, uh, you say a prayer or something and you, you give something to him? Do you cast magic? How does, how does that work? Well, before we were attacked by that horrible intellect creature, he wanted to get a holy symbol, uh, amulet, the War of an Amulet, which I I have one here for them. If you want to pass it on, I would be very grateful. Yes, thank you. And she hands you a little symbol of Berenar, true silver. Can I do any sort of religious check to sure. interpret what it means? Sure, or? you can. Fantastic. It's 17. Religion? Looks like you've been in Berenar's temple. Hmm. You've seen the mother. Looks like a proper symbol of Berenar Trusilva. And nothing looks altered or different about it? No. Okay. Looks, looks good. Um, I'll be sure to uh, pass this along. Thank you. Okay, thank you. And she goes about her business. Um, do you require any assistance on your day? Uh, no, unless you can help me in the healing matters. I can help with medicinal treatments, perhaps. Well, sure, but I, I'm sure I'll be fine. You, you will have time to deal with your friends, and I will just see to the flock. Very well. So she's sort of rebuffing you sweetly. She doesn't want you seeing what she's doing with the engine. I'll check in from time to time to bring supplies if need be. Thank you. Give my best to the others. And... We pass on. We flash back to Kresis, who is now waking up. Kresis, how, how are you feeling? I'm a little groggy. Uh, yeah, Kabias drugged you in uh, your sleep. That explains why Sorry, I slept so. I'll do that again. I was, I was Gladys mode. No, <laughs> Kabias drugged you in your sleep, Kresis. Well, you know what? That's probably one of the best sleeps I've had all week. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. Not going to be angry about it. She is Gladys. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad, glad, not Gladys. It's like that. Oh my. Mm. I'm glad. Is everything okay? <laughs> I, uh, I want to apologize again for the other day. Oh, it's, it's fine, Chris. We all know what we've all seen it happen, and it's fine. It's, I'm okay with it. Okay, okay. I just want you to feel as strong as possible for what comes next. I'm feeling a lot better than I did a couple of days ago. Do you really think you're up to going down with the emissary team? Well, we haven't spoken about it yet, but uh, I assume Yuri is going down and Maximus has expressed his willingness. I uh, didn't get the old nickname Blue Scourge of the Sea for nothing. I... Politics is politics, whether it's pirates or bloodthirsty Turagar, it's all the same, and I'll be fine. I've dealt with this stuff before. Sure. Fintok, are you 
Are you going to go down there? I, I was planning on it, yeah. Krezis, are you sure about this? Yeah. Now, I know I look like a mess, but you look, might unnerve them. I might uh, might need a little touch-up. Uh, I know you and Kibayas are pretty nifty. Oh, sure. With that sort of stuff. Uh, well... I'm sure there's some head, some headway we can make with this half of your face, but uh <laughs> Krezis, what are you what are you talking about? Just uh covering up the plaguey hideousness of oh yes. near death and the Durga don't like that. No. Uh Finzok, you've got something, I'm sure. Yeah, I've got a disguise kit with me. Would you like to roll for this disguise? Yeah. I, I will I will say now that you've um it's just got a bit of concealer. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. <laughs> I will say that after you've um gone through your rather specific trauma, the flames coming out of your scar is a little bit dimmer. That's not bad. So that's uh, not so bad. Um, I don't suppose... I'll give you a hand with the disguise kit, too. So okay, what kind of roll is this? Uh, proficiency? You get to add your proficiency to the disguise roll. Okay. So just give us a flat d20 roll. Plus my proficiency. Plus your proficiency. Does anybody have like a Something to cover up this bung eye. Maybe an eye patch. Something. Uh, I've got a piece of fabric. It's a handkerchief. Okay. I, I'll, yeah, I'll have a look. I'll just, you go Here you it. go. You roll with advantage because I'm helping you. Oh, good. I didn't say that. I told you I was helping. How are you helping? When you go to do makeup, you just sit there. I, I, I assist him by telling him... No, no, no. Where, uh... He's just putting on the... You're, you're in the makeup chair. Yes. And he's applying makeup to you. There's, the only way you can help is not to open your eyes all the time when the concealer goes in. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Normal roll. John, what is it? Eight. Good. Better not just be like, uh... That doesn't look right. Or that doesn't... That's metagaming, don't feel yeah. right. No, it like, it's when people put shit on you, you can just be like, no. that doesn't look right. It's like when you go to the hairdresser and you're like, oh, this haircut's shit. Can I go to another... I'm going to go to another place. They can read... They can touch it up or something. <laughs> Kabayas, help. <laughs> anyway. Look like a... Eight is fine. Let's go. Uh, you think that looks fine? Well, we'll put a cloak on you as well, I think. Oh, of course. You I can... haven't been wearing mine. You can borrow mine. Oh, thank you. Kabayas comes in and he's like, hey, guys. Hey, huh? um, <laughs> yeah, Kabayas comes in. Hey, everyone. Um, what you doing there? We're trying to get him ready for the big show. <laughs> he wants to come down in the pit for some reason. Oh, well, you look like the bell of the ball, don't you? This is giving me uncanny flashbacks to when I was carrying that dead Nothic for miles and miles through the streets of Neverwinter and it ruined my cloak. God, you guys are going to make me blush. <laughs> okay, so who would you like to send down? There's room for four... Once the crane is built, you haven't even gone to assess it yet, but you know work's been done on it. You can go and have a look if you like, or you can just muse on your way here. But what were you thinking above table? Who do you want to take on this group? What's your best chance to... You're going to take Max and Lutty's face. Obviously Max and, and Yuri go. All right, we've got Max and we've got Yuri. Yeah. Locked in. You don't want to take too many. Four. Maximum four on this... Pulling. Including including players? Just four on the whole lift? Four on the little lift. Okay. okay. So that's it then. Me, you, Max, and Yuri. So not Verg or anyone? No. Does okay. that mean Kobias is going to get left out again? 
I'll, I'll, I'll still be spying on uh, yeah, Gladys keep... if that's the case. Yeah, keep spying on Gladys. I'll also uh, try and sneak into her room and, and sure. check through her things. During the day or wait till night time tonight? Whenever the least activity is happening. All right. Maybe dinner time. Sure. So Yuri and Maximus, Verg and Cisco come to find you or maybe they, you're there as well. Cisco walks up to you, Fintok. Hello, Fintok. Cisco. How is the, uh, how is the situation with your, your team, brother? Getting better. Getting better. I think, um, all things considered, we're doing pretty well. Um, especially for Kresis, who has been in unique circumstances, as you know. Well, I didn't hear him screaming this morning, so I assume he's better. No, yeah, he's, he's, he's getting there, I think. You know, we're trying our best to help him. He's slowly recovering. Um, can I talk to you about something? Yeah, sure. Is it about the the emissary, the meeting? No. Oh, okay. Here? Yeah, come walk with me for a second. So do you go... Seeker business. Do you stay in the eastern room and shut the door while the rest move out? Sure. All right. So, Fintok, you are now alone with Cisco... In the eastern room. And Cisco he pulls, pulls out <laughs> an intellective arrow. Oh. Cisco pulls an intellective arrow out of his back. Seeing them take off, I'll sort of hover around the outside of the door and just... Are you going to stay outside the door? Yeah, not close enough to hear, but close enough to stop anyone from... Anastasia sees you stop and goes, what are you doing, Chris? I'm just going to make sure this conversation's uninterrupted. Okay, I'll stay with you. Cisco, how well do you know Gladys? Gladys? Well, she's a, she's a fine dwarf. She's been invaluable. I know you had trouble with her, but she, she creates food for us every morning. She blesses us. She heals us. She has been an asset. I'm glad the, I'm glad the mayor of Neverwinter agreed to send her. Cisco. Yeah? Do you remember when my party first came to the Seekers and uh, we stood before you all and spoke our peace? Of course, brother. It was it was a fine scene. Do you believe that I'm doing what is best for the dwarven people? What are you talking about? Of course, you're the hero of Gauntagrim. Cisco, you let us here. You, your team parted the the lake. You let us in. You touched the doors. We saw it. Cisco, I don't think Gladys is who she says she is. What do you mean? That intellect devourer was no accident. Kresas told us she pulled it out of her bag. Kresas told you? Is he sure? I know when he's mad. I've spent a long time with him. He was not mad when he spoke of it. That is confronting news. What? That's why I asked you to watch her. I'm a bit shocked, Fintok, but... I believe you. If I am to go down the lift with Krez, I want you to make sure she doesn't do anything worse. Gobias will be watching her too. She can't be trusted. Okay, Fintok. Is there anything else we need to worry about before we continue? What's the plan going forward if this is true? Well, hold the fort and... We'll see if we can come back up with a larger army of Duergar. And then it'll just be the final charge. 
Okay, thank you for telling me, brother. I will... I will take a few of my trusted men to uh, watch out for her under the guise of keeping her safe. And we flash back to the front of the jagged pit. Hours have gone by. It is around midday. And you see the little crane situation has been built. A little... The pulley system has been repaired. And a little rickety platform, enough to hold around four of you without straining the system, has been constructed. You see Cisco and Verg there, and Verg is going... I can't believe you're going to send that tiefling down. What chance have we got with him? Vintok, you are leading this delegation. You need to give the strongest support, our position, to these... He is a strong support to our position. He knows more about the aberrants than the rest of us combined. What's your angle? My angle... Like, what's your angle to negotiating with the Durgar? My angle to negotiating with the Durgar is, now that the dwarves have come, we have a chance to clear them out. If we don't clear them out, this entire world could be at stake. No, the Durgar, not the aberrations. That is the, that's the angle for the Durgar. Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, so that's, gonna, what I'm, that's what I'm saying to the Durgar. You're bringing Krez to show the Durgar that, hey... We have someone on the inside. We have someone on the inside. This yeah. is what the future holds. Yes. If we don't stop them. Because you know the Durigar kill refugees that are inflicted by the plague on site. Yeah, I mean, look. So we, we said out of character this is a bad idea, right? But We're clear on this. Verg looks at Krezus in the cloak, hooded, and says, Just make sure you don't show his face or something. Look, and I'll, I'll, I'll grab Krez by the shoulder and I'll just say, If we have to kill him in front of them, we will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I've died. It wouldn't died. be the first time I've died. Okay, Cisco comes up and nods at you, Fintok. And back. you don't see Gladys around this area so far. I still don't think this is a good idea. Are you, um, did, was there several days that went past between the conversation with Cisco and this? No. Uh, just now? Yeah. Well, No, it's lunchtime now. It was morning. Okay. Uh, and you woke up when, did they, when is the plan to go down? Right now. Right this second? Yeah. Okay. You did the council meeting. And is Anastasia going down as well? No. No. Okay. So the way I understand it is we've got Maximus, we've got Yuri, we've got Krezis, and we've got Fintok. And that is your delegation For some team. reason. You can just, if they ask who I am and why I'm there, just say I'm a guard. You can swap Maximus for Kabias. You don't need two Duragar, do you? No, I'll stay. Sure. Are you sure? This is like a moment. I want to talk to... Cisco and he's pretty much the most trusted person amongst the dwarves at the yep. moment, right? Yeah. Sure. So. And we can paraphrase that while we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't have to act that out. We can just you let me know what you want to talk about. Yeah. We can resolve uh, that. It's, it's good to have yeah. Maximus with us because he's like on our side. <laughs> Yuri doesn't really know us. And also, I don't trust Gladys. Oh, yeah, definitely. So the cloak on, it's covering my head and face. Sure. Everything's sort of covered up. You can see like the hilt of the rapier sort of poking out. And he's sort of just resting one of his arms on the hilt, practicing a kind of intimidating, standoffish, yeah. godlike pose. All right. Here we go. You all step onto this rickety platform, and it sort of creaks as the, the weight is transferred. Going down. And you step onto it. We are... Uh, 
We haven't had anyone firing at us for the start of the day so far, one of the troops says. Oh. But that doesn't mean they're not waiting for us. Be careful. And everyone nods. And if you give the go-ahead, you will descend into the pit. Prezis, you just see darkness down because it is over 120 feet out of your range. There's a blue abyss above, down which falls rain of water. There's a black abyss below, up which comes rain of arrows. Am I... <laughs> I was trying to figure out a good time to insert some plans. Sure. Because it kind of overlaps with the going down the pit bit. Yeah, just let me know and we'll okay, so, say that's been done while they're going down. Right. So what I was going to do is go to Cisco and Anastasia and say, we need to pick an isolated spot that I can meet you that's out of sight. We need to have a discussion or a meeting outside of the temple. And then I was going to get on the thing going down and kind of duck away briefly so I could look like I went down with everyone. Uh, so there's four of you? Five of you on the thing? Oh, I can only fit four, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there's space for four. But if you people see you climb on, they'll say, wait, brother, we, we don't know if it'll hold the weight we don't want you collapsing and falling to the pit. Hmm. We wanted to play it safe, you know. All right. Uh... It just means mechanically, if you put more than four people on there, there'll be a certain roll and the cable might snap or you'll be okay. fine. You got slow fall. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I, I've got the ring now, don't I? Hey, if things get bad, you can just jump down. If shit gets real. Yeah. If you hear a yell, you can just like sure. bang. The idea is I was going to climb back out without being seen. And the only other thing I could really offer to do is just to walk down the side of the pit with them. Uh, there's no way down. You would either have to is jump. Is it a vertical? Yeah, it's pretty much. There's stairs going down into side rooms, but then it just stops. Cool. As a ninth level monk, I have the ability to move on vertical surfaces. <gasps> We did not know this. So Thank I you can, for telling us now. I can just walk down alongside them. So you can walk on the walls. I can walk on walls. Please explain this <laughs> thing. Um, so I'm just going to... You know those mountain goats that are like... Yeah, as long going as vertical, like a, yeah. An 80 one, degree. One degree tilt, yeah. yeah. Like that Jojo thing where he just <laughs> yeah. touches the wall. <laughs> just Two degrees. Work. So unarmored movement improvement. You can move along vertical surfaces and across liquids on your turn without falling during the move. So, so long as I'm still moving, I can move along vertical surfaces and across liquids. It is more than 120 feet. So as long as you keep moving until you reach the bottom, you just run, you wall run. Move. It yeah. just says move. It doesn't even say run. Sure. It just says move. You can do that. So if, if I need to, I'll just walk in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, everyone, but yeah, if everyone knows that and you're how's they um, go down. No, that's no, I wasn't going to tell anyone. Oh. I was like, that's all right. Um, they'll see you as they start going, no, no, yeah, hang on. Yeah, as they start going down, I was like, oh, hang on. Uh, and then I'll just kind of like step off the edge and let my body kind of like fall to 90 yeah. degrees. And as everyone thinks I'm falling down the pit, I'll just put my foot on the wall and I'll start walking like in down. labyrinth. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, David Bowie. I'm the Goblin King. You're the Goblin King, <laughs> and I am the Bugbear Goblin King. That can be the cover. That's the cover in the episode. Yep, okay. with a giant bulge. It <laughs> 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 wouldn't be David Bowie without it. Here yeah. we go. Um, and then after we get a, a moment down, I'll say if I'm out of earshot from everyone, the service is like, oh, I forgot my umbrella, 
<laughs> and I'll, I'll zip out on the other side of the pit somewhere sneakily and try and move in the shadows until I get to the behind the temple. So I can move along. I'll just move along all the walls if need be. Behind the temple? He's like, I wanted to up. meet with Cisco and Anastasia. Yeah. After everyone publicly seeing me go down. I wanted to sneak out and meet Cisco and Anastasia outside uh, the temple somewhere or just anywhere that's not in the temple. Yeah, you just have to roll stealth coming back up and if yeah. you, those people will see you. Yeah, that's like, fine. That was the whole idea. The I was going to do um, Pass Without Trace and All sneak. Right. Give us that roll as Fintok, Krez and Yuri and Maximus descend. Natural 20. <laughs> and they do not see you return. What is that bugbear doing? I don't know. Oh, you brought him here. And the rope slowly lowers. Well, that was a fun way to introduce my ability. <laughs> Maximus turns on the way down. It's a slow thing. You're not sure the strength of this rope system. And it's slowly lowering you down. Maybe only 15 feet around. Maximus says, Bentok, do we have the plan? What do you require of me? I just want to keep you here because you're only Dwergar I know. Uh, what? But uh, <laughs> You're keeping me here just because I'm a Dwergar? Is that the only reason? Well, the color of my skin? <laughs> not, not the only reason. I don't know this Yuri. I just know that he's agreed to help us. You I know. I'm right here, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know I you. I don't know you either. We don't have to know each other. I've just got... I've just, I've just got Maximus here because, you know... He's kind of like the bridge. Slowly going down. The light is beginning to fade. The point is... Do you guys have torches lit or complete darkness? Do any of us need torches? I can see. I can see. Everyone can see. Another agonizing rounds pass. You begin to go down. Max, your role will be to advise Fintok on Duragar needs. And I'm not sure we're, what we're going to see down there. Exactly. Uh, Yuri, obviously you've got the right of conquest and... Yes. You're uh, happy to speak on behalf of the 20 or so Duragar up top? Of course, if you allow me to address whoever's there first, perhaps that will be a good start. Very good. And you head down lower. The light is now disappearing as you have passed... Well, no, you can still see it. Like, you can see the points, but down, your dark vision begins to sit down. Maybe you stop looking up to let your eyes adjust, and you begin to descend. You see on the sides where the stairs finish, they've got all these rooms, these little storage rooms, which has all been cleared out now that you've uh, had some days here. And for the three, four days, you were attacked, and you needed the defense posts. But curiously, you guys haven't gotten any response. But there's no one attacking you now. They're all dead. <laughs> the Mind Flayer's got all of them. Can you fucking imagine? So it's very quite curious. And How do we get the left to go back up? We just start climbing. That's, I'm assuming you've got a, like a, a system. Like a tug. So tug three times, yes. I'm terrified now. You, you find yourself, you can see the bottom. Slowly, the platform touches the ground and the force of it stops and you see 
a circular cavern, open, about 45 feet in width, and leading off to the south and the east are tunnels. Yuri says, this is strange. Something is wrong. Fintok, Krez, Maximus and Yuri, you see, now that you're on the flat level, you see the bodies of Durgar just laying spread around. And as you notice these, suddenly out of the south, the southern and the eastern tunnels, figures begin to enter your range of sight. And we'll see you next time. Oh, are you scared, John? Yes. Do we expect? <laughs> yes, I'm scared, Andrew. Okay, okay, there's, okay. A, there's a chance it could be the slaves. You think so, Doug? Well, that wouldn't would be thoughts. helpful. Maybe. Bye, guys. <laughs> Josh, what are your thoughts? If you hear screaming, will you dash down? Uh, is it short enough to hear screaming? It's only, you. Will, I'll tell you, you only hear the screaming if the only thing you are doing is up the top keeping attention. If you're somewhere else talking to one of the other if you're in the temple, then it will take a few turns for the alarm to go out. Oh, there's, okay. There's plenty of... Dur- so long as someone's keeping watch and... Yeah. yeah. Around the defensive positions, the other dwarves are sitting there with crossbows and they're like permanently on watch. Okay. So we're talking maybe, a f- depending on how far, a few rounds and then you go whoop and you don't have to run down. You can just jump off and just slowly fall. But I think it's faster for you to run, right? I don't know. I thought you, I think your fall speed's the same as your move speed, isn't it? No, the, not for slow fall. I think it changes for, for monks, does it not? Um, it's a good question, actually. And we'll find out next, next week. Thank you all. Welcome back, Josh. Thank you. Happy to be back in the... In the <coughs> yes. Hang on. Are you happy to be back? I am happy to be Is back. Is it good to get back into Dungeons & Dragons after such a long break? I think so. I think it's... Uh, this is what I I come... Yeah, predominantly four. Every time four? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's I enjoy it. Good to have Tobias back and uh, not I don't have to do the voice anymore. Um, it just says you use your reaction to reduce falling damage. Okay, so you fall at the normal speed and then suddenly land like a superhero. Mm. I picture he hits the side of the wall and does that slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah with his hand, off. one yeah. hand, yeah awesome scene we will find out what the hell is going on next week next time thank you everyone for listening we have been nobody wake the bugbear and we will see you then for this bear too sexy for this bear too sexy i don't care here we go (coughs) 
and he just bubbles out of his mouth and just screams come out. And you can hold him down because he is incapacitated, but he is just screaming, crying, weeping. Yeah, he rolled a natural one. He failed. Yeah. So oh, he's knocked out. Knocked so he's knocked out. out. Yeah. Well. <laughs> they just get fucking chloroformed. And the, it wasn't a mind. It wasn't a mind flare. It was a fucking koala she threw at me. <laughs> oh, no, just a burned koala. A koala a fucking half burnt koala. So, Tobias, you.